and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And it's also about our little lives in New Jersey now. We live in New Jersey, guys. I mean, we haven't actually moved, but we have been here for what feels like a decade. I cannot believe how long we've been here. Three months? Four months? I think it's been about, I think we're, well, let's see. I think it's Maybe, is this our fourth week coming up? You might be right. Wow, we're coming up on a month? Third or fourth week, somewhere in there. I think we're coming up on a month. But I think we're settling in nicely. We've turned the clubhouse into a tiny little home. Yeah, we have taken so much stuff from our Brooklyn abode and, yeah. and brought it to the clubhouse. And it's uh, feeling a lot like home in that uh, little cluttered. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling like home and that we are suddenly realizing we need more space. Ashley was like the other day, like walking around in our room and she was like, mm, we got to get rid of some of this stuff. Yeah. It's cluttered in here. We got too much stuff. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is all the stuff that we brought to make ourselves feel more comfortable. Yeah. I, I do feel like I need a bunch of stuff. You know, when I'm in Brooklyn, I'm like, I got to bring my Polaroid camera. I also have to bring my digital camera. I have to bring one and or two of my banjos. That's another thing you've been saying. Nick like, won't let me bring my banjo. No. You're, you have banjos, Ashley. You have two banjos. Well, I have a banjo and I have a six-string banjo. What? I don't I don't understand why we haven't gotten rid of I, Listen, that's not, that's be, Do you know the difference? Before. A banjo has five strings. Uh-huh. A six-string banjo is like a guitar and a banjo mashed up. Now, you have two banjos. Yeah. Okay, let's just say that. Well, I have a banjo and I have a six-string right. banjo. And then I have a mouth banjo. And you play yours the most. I do play mine the most. Um, you do. You feel? Is it because you're out in the country? Is that why you feel like you're, you're, you're wanting to play more banjo? I don't know. I'm feeling disconnected from my family, you know, because of COVID. I haven't been able to visit anyone. Usually, I would be—I would have already made a visit home. You know, I probably try and do one every three months, every four months. Drive down there, say what's up. You know, high five all the dogs, hang out. What up, dogs? Um, but I haven't been able to do it, and I don't know when I'll be able to go. And so yeah. I'm just feeling homesick. I want to—I want to play my banjo. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh We'll go through stints with the banjo um, yeah. where you're playing a lot and then you stop playing. Yeah. I just like having it around in case I want to pick it up. Strum. And then we got, we got this six string all of a sudden showed up in Strum our home. Strum the strings. Well, the six string I'm not really connected to. <laughs> That's just there. That's just there. Well, we didn't bring the banjos. We brought a lot of other stuff, but it's not really about the stuff that we brought here. It's really about the surroundings of this place that are kind of making us feel a little nesty, wouldn't you say, Ash? We're nesting hard over here in uh, New Jersey. We're feeling, we've been watching a lot of HGTV. Yes. Basically what happens is I think we OD on the news and Twitter and Instagram. Mm -hmm, totally. And then eventually you need some sort of reprieve. And, and since we have cable, uh, you know, I'll, I'll flip around. I always got something to watch over on the HG television. I mean, it is just nonstop with the feel goods over there. I mean, and let me tell you something. There are some rocking shows over on HGTV these days, wouldn't you say, Ash? There really are. And I think also we're kind of facing the reality that, you know, I, we've talked about it on the pod, but New York is looking at like not opening theater spaces, at least the, the rumor traveling around the uh, entertainment circle 
circles is that theater spaces are not going to be open up for uh, the public until like February 2021, correct? Is that what you've heard? From you. I heard that from you. No. Because you have a friend who works for city council. No, no, no. I heard that. From you. I heard that from you, and I'll say the name of the person who told you. Can I do that on the pod? Alex. You told me Alex told you that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that is right. No, I'm like city council. No, he he works for the venue Town Hall. Oh. (laughs) I thought you were saying he works for Town Hall. Who do I know on city council? And it's definitely not Alex. He doesn't work for Town Hall. He works for, there's a music venue called Town Hall. Wow, it's this not is like the wild to me. This is wild to me. I thought you've just been, <laughs> I thought you've been calling city council Town Hall. <laughs> oh my like God. he works at Town Hall. I love the idea that um, my buddy Alex is like the webmaster for just si- the city council of New York City. I thought that's what you were saying. I thought it was Brooklyn. No, no, no. He works for the music venue Town Hall and he does their online stuff. But yeah, he did tell me. I don't know. I'm probably blowing up his spot right now, but um yeah, he said that. I mean, I think everybody was kind of preparing for the absolute worst because you absolutely have to when you're in the business of live. Well, well, the point I'm making is that, like, we're looking around and we're going, shoot, dang, should we move? Should we go somewhere else besides New York City? Should we start our lives? I don't know. Maybe in Laurel, Mississippi? Should we go make friends with the people who host Hometown? You mean Ben and Aaron? Yeah. Listen, I've been watching so much Hometown on HGTV. I mean, they play it quite a bit. It seems to be one of their gems over there on the Home and Garden Network. And um, we actually talked about this show. And what I find fascinating is Ashley does not recall watching this show and or speaking about it to you folks on this podcast. But you all know that we did because we also... It was the same episode we did um, Off the Grid Rescue or whatever it's called. Homestead Rescue. Homestead Rescue. Are you sure about that? This is the thing. Since we've been in New Jersey, this idea that Nick is like really into hometown keeps coming up a lot. Like Nick will be like someone will have the television on and it'll be like, oh, Nick's favorite show's coming on. And I'm like, when did Nick start watching hometown? And so then I asked him about it. And he's like, I guess you started watching it the past couple of weeks, as like you said, to take a little uh, a needed break at times from the news cycle. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll watch this show. And so I watched a couple apps with Nick. I'm like, how did you even get into hometown? How did you even find out about this? And that's when I said what I just said to you folks. You brought it into my life. You were visiting your grandparents in Virginia and just watching what they watch. That's why we watch Survivor. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, that's also how we got into Southern Charm. That's how we got into Southern Charm was through your grandparents. Also how we got into, um, what's Chip and Joanna's show? Fixer Upper. Yeah, that was my little thing. My grandparents watch a lot of reality television, apparently. My my grandma really doesn't, but she does like, you know, Trading Spaces. Yeah. And she likes some of the classic HGTV stuff. Actually, her and my mother have been um, DVRing um, the old school at home with Martha Stewart shows. They're playing, I think, on the Oprah or the OWN Network or something. They're incredible. I so- watched some with them, and it's amazing. Martha Stewart, first off, banging outfits. Like, the lady. Really? Yeah. she's weird. It's like late 90s khaki chic. I'm loving it. <laughs> and I love, like, the way she talks about her lettuces. She's like, this arugula is shockingly wonderful, a delightful train ride of flavors. 
and you want to get the leaves shiny, robust, mid-June, you pick them up, oh, the juice stays on your face. I mean, she's like seductively talking about lettuce. Now, is that a little gem lettuce or? Uh... No, we'll get into little gem <laughs> lettuce in a bit. Little gem lettuce when we talk about um, selling Sunset. Yeah. Um, but let's stay on this hometown thing because you're right. I didn't remember this. My grandmother's into this show. And it's you give us the basic idea of the show, Nick. Well, what's the town? Laurel, Mississippi. So the town of Laurel, Mississippi, I guess at one ta- point in time in America was yeah. a thriving town. It was named like the Timber Town or something. I yeah. looked it up. Had some sort of industry, but a lot, a, a, like a lot of these sort of uh, rural towns yes. that are not on the coasts uh, took a big hit. Yeah. Probably between the, the 70s and the 90s, I assume. Well, I'm guessing it's the same. Oh, my God. I Excuse me, guys. Excuse me. I'm just remembering my grandmother talking about this show yep. and why she liked it so Here much. Here we go, Ashley. Oh, Finally. my goodness. I probably talked about it on this episode or whenever we talked about it on the show, which you never, sh- you never gave me proof that we did record an episode about it. I'm just going to have to take your word for it. But I come from Martinsville, Virginia. That's where I was born, which was a huge um, furniture sort of hot spot in American furniture. You got Bassett Furniture, other furniture companies. I can't. Other oh, furniture. Oh, Hooker. Hooker. Hookers Bass- were there. No, not Hooker. Hanging hookers. out with the furniture makers. Hooker Furniture. Bassett Furniture. Okay. It's a big furniture wood town big deal and then something happened when bill clinton was president the world trade um nope yeah what is it when uh the world trade agreement the world trade center no um, come on i can't believe i'm sounding so dumb right now you guys i swear i know it's just like sunday and it's been super chill okay (laughs) ashley's having a complete meltdown Guys, we just took a break and I called my grandmother because um, I wanted to hear what it is that she's usually saying when she talks about the great furniture dynasty that was Martinsville, Virginia. Um, She ran to the phone while she was eating cake. Okay, so she answered the phone. She had cake in her mouth. She was also out of breath. I was like, what's going on down there? And she was like, I was just eating some cake. And then I ran to the phone. And then I said, what happened to Martinsville and the furniture companies in Martinsville? And she said it was um, NAFTA, which is the North American Free Trade Agreement. Now, this is the problem with my grandparents is I'm not 100% sure about their, you know, their politics are, are questionable at times. So who knows what happened? But I do know that Martinsville was a thriving furniture, wood area. Lots of people worked in the, a lot of my relatives worked in the factories, in the wood factories there, at Hooker Furniture in particular. And that, I think, is the same deal with Laurel, Mississippi, is it was like a big wood um, area. Anyway, I just went off on a tangent there, but we've been watching this um, hometown show, and I am thinking now that Nick and I should move to Laurel, Mississippi. Well, I, I'm just a big fan of the show. That's about where it ends, begins and ends as far as moving to Laurel, Mississippi. I just find the show to be comforting, and I really do enjoy the hosts of the show. That's Ben and Aaron. They are a married couple. They have a daughter now. Um, and basically, they shop uh, a person around, a couple around, um, siblings around, a father-daughter, mother-son, usually a pair of people. They go around and they pick from three houses that are in Laurel 
And um, they usually, if the people live in the earlier seasons, I believe most of the, these people were like thinking of moving out of Laurel. And they would show them a few places that were in Laurel that they liked that they could buy for them and renovate or they, they would buy and then, excuse me, the person looking would buy, then they'd renovate it. Or the thing is we can just renovate your own dang house. Like that was another thing they would, they don't mm. seem to offer that in the later seasons of yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't seen an episode of that yet. As a matter of fact, they also sometimes aren't in Laurel. They're in like a town next door. Like you have to eventually move out of the area if you're going to keep doing this i assume i think so because you have like three or four seasons with like 15 20 episodes a season that's a lot of houses in one small town so um and at this point it's like do they own the town like that's so many houses so many well i started looking at real estate on uh for sale in laurel mississippi because now this is what our mindset is right we've decided that we're going to buy a house and flip it right nick that's who we are now (laughs) I, I mean, gonna, I, we sure do like television shows that do that. And we're going to document it on here. Um, and yeah, so yeah, yeah. one of the houses that they they um, they showed to somebody, they it was $40,000. And I was like, that is insane. Because we'll tell you guys a little bit about some houses that we looked at in this area just for fun. We were just like, let's see what the house is. What, let's see what $400,000 gets you in New Jersey. And we just drove around. Um, and then, so this is a $40,000 house. I go on Zillow. Ever heard of it? It's up to 90000 on because this, the person didn't buy this one. It's up to 90000 it says, as featured on HGTV. So, wow. Just being featured bumps you up $50,000. People, I mean, I imagine that people are, are flocking to Laurel, Mississippi, just based on this show. Possibly. I mean, this is my, so I was like, well, let's move to Mississippi. Let's move to Laurel, Mississippi. But then again, I don't, I have, I I do, I really, I'm sorry if anyone's from Alabama. Okay. I'm not a fan of Alabama. Mississippi's very close to Alabama. Okay. (laughs) And that for some reason, but I have been to a couple parts of Mississippi. I really liked Um, Oxford, Mississippi, where Ole Miss is and Faulkner's house is. Um, I enjoyed I really liked Oxford, Mississippi, except for the fact that it was so far from the coast. Um, And then past Christiane, Mississippi, which I loved. Oh, my God. It's like my favorite place in the world. But my grandmother loved there. I mean, lived there. But it was pretty much all destroyed by Katrina. Um, Past Christiane was just almost wiped off the map as far as I remember. And but that's like a beautiful like gulf town um just really really wonderful and this place laurel mississippi it's like an hour and a half away from the coast so it's got something going for it okay oxford mississippi if i remember correctly was like four hours from the coast and i was like i can't be that landlocked and that's the gulf coast yes and so like we'd be near florabama yeah so we can hang out with the folks from florabama we can hang out finally we can hang out with us the and cast. the other people on that show, Kodai, Kodai. Um, um, so okay, the but the biggest the the biggest plus for me, yes, for Laurel, Mississippi, would be that Ben and Aaron are there. It's interesting that you like them so much because I think because I hate hosts of HGTV shows. You 
hate, you guys, Nick hates hosts of HGTV shows. You really do not like Chip. Hate Chip. Hate Chip. I like, I like, well, they're fine. They're whatever. Um, But we watched another show. Flipper flop, flipper flop, folks. And we did not. Neither of us liked the host of that show because uh, I was like, "Do these people even like each other?" I know. But flipper the, flop is a flop. It might be a flop. They're, the 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 hosts just don't have really any sort of chemistry. It doesn't feel like, even though they're a married couple. I I remember some some HGTV host got a divorce at some point. What? And I'm pretty. If I had to put money on it, just based off chemistry alone. I would say it's this couple from this show. But you're right. The um, hometown host, they're like sweet. We like them. They're sweet and you appreciate Aaron's designs. Yeah. So does my mother. She yeah. thinks that uh, Aaron is the designer of the group and she'll also get her hands dirty yeah. with her cousin-in-law who yeah. comes over, does DIY projects, usually like puts some sort of a, a, a back splash on a kitchen is that what it's called? Sure. When you, when you put the tiles up yeah, on the kitchen? Yeah, backslash. Whatever. <laughs> My problem with moving to these places is that if you move there, there's just no young people to hang out with. Well, yes, there are. There's Ben and Aaron. Now, I like Ben. I think Ben's funny. The Scotsman. He's got some company or something with his other brother or whatever who does some sort of woodworking. I don't know nothing about that. But he does, and he could be my friend that knows how to build things. And also, he seems kind of funny. And I think he is, a f- I like funny people. And he seems like a nice guy and he's very tall. So I like that as well. I like his beard. You like his beard. So do I. I like that he sweats through all his shirts in every one of these episodes. Very relatable. Every shirt is drenched. And I like it because you can see continuity. You're like, oh, he's a dry shirt. And then he's building for a little bit. They cut back. is a couple of sweat patches on the back and on the chest. And you come back and it's completely drenched. And I'm like, these people know what they're talking about. They do seem to put him in lighter shirts. I'm sure he's probably dressing himself. One thing I'm, I'm not so keen on Ben with. Now, I think he might have fixed this in the later seasons, in this current season that's airing, is his the fit of his jeans seem to flare out a bit now that mm. might be a, an issue you have if you're like six foot eight you, you know hate flared I mean? jeans i hate man. men who have flared jeans i'm not interested in that i think if it was 2003 or 2004 and you were in like the lower east side i think maybe a hipster might have a flared jeans you know like i can see like a adam green from the moldy peaches in a flared jean somebody in you know devendra bonhart somebody with like a a freak folk background with a flared jean and i could see how that would work because they're doing like 70s heroin chic you know what i mean but that ain't working for Ben. And it's not flared. It just looks a little like flared out. He's got like a good, it's a good fit for him. But he also has real cool boots, real cool gear, real cool like workman shirts, but are, they look like kind of like like hip, you know what I mean? Do you think if, And yeah. he has a renovated Ford pickup truck that seems like it was from like the 50s or something that is like baby blue. You know pastel. what Ford stands for? Fuck off renovated dick no god moms listen to this podcast nick sorry she's louise yeah our moms found on road dead found on road dead fix or repair daily fix or repair daily as are those that's what it stands for yeah but he ben <laughs> renovated it most likely so i'm sure it works well 
my thing is, is like, can you befriend this guy? I'm asking you seriously. Like, we, if we're going to move somewhere, we're going to have to make make friends our own age. I feel like we'd be a great candidate for the show Fixer. Oh, no, this ain't Fixer Upper. No, for the show hometown. hometown. Yeah. If we wanted to move there. Yeah. I, I feel like we would be good for this show. You think we'd bring something? Yeah, because we have a story. We're from, hey, we're from New York. That's, but not then, what, like, that's not what I sound like. <laughs> But then, like, you know... Hey, Aaron, y'all, I'm Aaron, from New York. Aaron would be like, Aaron would be like, but Ashley's actually from a small town in North Carolina, and she wants to get back to her southern roots. So they've decided to move down here. And we're going to try to make this a trendy Brooklyn-style apartment, but in a big country way. Like, you know what I mean? There'd be, like, some story there for them to tell. You need the story to tell. And mm. plus, we're funny and... I saw that they're still friends with some of the people that they've renovated their houses. They hang out with them. See, this is my big issue with us leaving New York Mm -hmm. and not moving to either L.A. I mean, really, we can only move to New York or L.A. And I feel like if we move somewhere. Yeah, let's move to New York. If we move somewhere else, right? If we move somewhere else, how are we going to make friends? We don't go to an office. You know what I mean? Like, it would just be the two of us. no one really goes to offices anymore, kind of. Yeah, we don't go to Zoom meetings. We could. It I'll zoom the, bomb on any meeting you got. It'll just be the two of us. We'll have to start from scratch. Start from scratch. So we decided to look around at some houses here because we were like, let's just see what it's like. We plugged in uh, some addresses. Yeah, we took a drive. We and we were like, drive. let's see what's like around this area. Now, New Jersey, uh, the it costs a lot. Costs a lot. You ain't going to get a lot of land, neither. Nope. You're going to get just a little strip. But... If you're looking in the places we're looking, you're a block from the beach. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Nice right there on the shore. So Ashley plugged in a few numbers, plugged in a few addresses, went to a couple websites, and we found a couple places, and we kind of just drove around and looked at them. Yeah. I'll tell you what. $400,000 gets you... Nothing. And yet, in Laurel... You can get a place for ninety grand, yeah, and it's like a friggin' palace. Yeah, three it's bedrooms, incredible. two bathrooms, and two you're acre hanging lot. out with Ben and Aaron. I don't know what we're gonna do. Four hundred grand in this part of New Jersey gets you a, a, a house that is looks like it's falling apart, and there's just enough yard for you to walk from the front door to your car, basically. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, you really get no land. I mean, the further you get to the coast, the less land you get, unless you're incredibly wealthy. We did see a cute house that we were like, well, this could be something. It was a pink house. It was on the corner. And we went there and there was like four different couples looking at it. I know. As we walked by, (laughs) it was like around the bend was like three couples like just hanging out, like fist fighting for their, you know, spot. Yeah, you know, it was sure, an affordable spot too. I'm sure it's not on the market no, anymore. No way. The, another, another thing about markets, I'd like to talk about markets. I'd like to talk about Facebook Marketplace. Have you heard of it? I have. So I, I'm a gal who wants a beach cruiser bike, and um, I just think that there, it's an, we're on the shore. Let me get a beach cruiser, okay? And so I have looked on the Facebook Marketplace. I have found two that I have wanted. The first one. I waited a couple hours before I messaged them just because we had a lot of some a lot of people over at the house here that day and I didn't want to be staring at my phone sending messages. When I went back two hours later to check on it, it had been sold. Today, I found one. I was like, I'm not going to let this happen again. I messaged the person immediately. They said that they were they were processing a sale. They would let me know if it falls through. 
So I don't know how you buy anything on the Facebook Marketplace um, because every time I've tried, it's already sold. Now, Ashley wants to buy another bike. I want to buy another she bike. She has two bikes. I have a road bike. Okay. That's my that's my speed bike. It's okay. fast. I've never seen you on that bike. I used to ride it a lot before we dated. And I have a I have a beater bike, which is just like one you just take around town. You know, it's just like you just you have to make a run to the store. That's take you that's your beater bike. I've seen you on your quote unquote beater bike once, and that's the day you bought it. Yeah, a lot of things changed. That was years ago. You know, I used to ride my um, my road bike. I used to ride down to, to Park Slope, and I would ride around the park. It was so nice. I'd go so fast. That is the bike that I got after the um, the police car ran into my bike that was outside and completely smashed it. And then the city of New York was like, we're not going to pay for that. And I was like, my bike was locked to my fence of my apartment, and you're cop car literally ran into it hopped the sidewalk curb ran into it and crunched it and they gave me like five hundred dollars for it it was really it was it was worth more it was worth more why did the cop car hop the curb someone it was like a situation where like the police car like turned on the light their lights as they were going through a stop sign so another car didn't stop and so like they like skidded and then the cop car um, like did a hard right turn and then hopped the curb and just smashed head on into my bike. Yikes. Yeah. Um, How long did it York. take you to get your money? Like a year? It took six months. Yeah. yeah. And that was the bike I took everywhere. But then the bike that I, we have at my, my house, that beautiful, the, our Brooklyn apartment. My that, house. That's our apartment. That road bike, that beautiful champagne road bike, that was one of my dad's road bikes. But the, the road bike that got um, smashed was my mom's road bike. I loved it so much. I used y to ride that all over New York City. I've never seen you on the other bike, the road bike. I've seen you on the old Fuji. Yeah. The Fuji that you bought from the Housing Works. For 90 bucks. 90 one of my bucks. best purchases. Great purchase. It's now, a great beater bike. Doesn't have any gears. You just go, oh, I need to go get some drinks. And you just ride it down the street and yeah. get drinks. But, you know, Ashley and I, uh, I, uh, Ashley and I want, I have to start finishing sentences on this podcast. Good I'm going to back it up. with that. I'm Good luck. It it's, it's hard. Tough. It is tough. I want to ride. I, I need some exercise. So I've decided that I want a bike. And we are in a town that you can bike around in a little bit. You can bike down the coast. Um, and uh, the ocean breeze is hitting you on the tuchus. And it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was like, I'm going to buy a bike. You know, I have a city bike uh, subscription in New York City, which I'm currently not in. And I don't know if I'll ever get on another city bike based on the germs factor that happening in this country right now. So I'm like, uh, you know, and city bike for those of you who don't know is like, um, it's like a Uber for bikes kind of right. Or what would you call it? I would say it is a subscription service that allows you to, um, rent a bike for an hour at a specific station and that there are stations throughout the city that you pick up the bike from and you dock it afterwards. And Ashley and I have a year subscription that costs yeah. like, uh, we're you know, annual members. And then you go and you could just take them for an hour at a time. And, and it, it's good in the summer and the it's spring. Incredible. It was really great. It's and, an amazing service that all major cities should have. Yeah. And I think a lot of them do now. I mean, there's even one in Asbury Park, which is a town very close to where there's we're There's a city at. bike? Yeah, there's like a type of thing. And there's even a scooter thing. Wait, 
but is it is it specifically City Bike? Because then no. we could use our membership. No, no, oh, no, no. It's like something else. Oh, that stinks. Remember we were in Seattle. They had the green bikes in yeah. Seattle. And in Austin, they have scooters. Right. And there's scooters in, in Asbury Park as well. So, I mean, there's it's around. But I'm not really interested in touching public things at the moment. So I'm pretty sure I'm not going to pay for the City Bike for next time. So I'm like, I should get a bike. So there's a used bike shop right around the corner from where we're at at the moment and i was like you know what this week i'm gonna go there and i'm gonna get myself a bike and then me and ashley rolled up in there i brought ashley she was my heavy she was my <laughs> muscle because i don't know shit about bikes and ashley has 14 bikes to her name so uh she knows more about bikes than me i got a bike for every purpose and so we go inside and as we're walking in the woman who works there is like hey just to let you know there's a bike shortage in this country so we don't have much but if what we do have is to the right go check that out and if anything calls to you then Go ahead and buy it. I immediately look, and there's a bright yellow bike that's like kind of like a, a mix between a mountain bike and kind of a road bike. And uh, I go to it, and you go, "Is this for sale?" And she goes, "It's not much to look at, but it's for sale." And I'm like, uh, "I kind of like the way yeah. it looks." <laughs> I was but... like, "Lady, dope. That's Nick's style. Okay, it's fun. It's bright. It's yeah, yellow. It's funky. I like it." So. Um, you know, and it it's a it's a GT, I guess like a refurbished GT brand bike, um, and it was right at the top of my price range, but right there in what I was willing to spend that day. And so I go, I like this bike, and she's like, Do you? And I'm like, Yeah. And she's like, Okay, you want to give it a test ride? I go, Sure. So I give it a test ride. I realized that a couple of the gears were kind of skipping a little bit. They were kind of you know uh, a little a little skippy. Yeah, they weren't catching. They weren't catching. And so I bring it back, and then Ashley's like, let me get on that bike. I'll let you know what's happening. And I go, okay. And she takes the little test ride. That's not what happened, okay? Yes, it is. This story's all wrong. Ash, don't you dare go back. You were looking at the yellow bike, and you're like, I like it. I like it. Should I get it? And I was like, well, take it on a test ride first. Uh, You did not roll your eyes at me. I knew I was going to take it on a test (laughs) ride. I was like, can he ride this bike around the corner? And she's like, yeah, leave me some collateral. So Nick was just going to, like, wheel this bike out of the shop without riding it so he, he rides it around he comes back he's like uh, i don't know can you something's wrong with it will you give it a will you give it a ride and i was like okay let me give it a ride and then that's when i was like well the gear is skipping on a couple i knew the gears were skipping and i said that the gear you're laughing right now how dare you emasculate me on this podcast i know i've been on bikes before i know when gears aren't working well i know how to change gears i know you have to keep pedaling to change a gear i know that I don't know. I don't what? think that that is. I don't. I believe that you know that. I've just yet to see proof. So basically, I, I take it around and I'm like. Aaron never does this to Ben. <laughs> I give it a ride and I'm like, yeah, it's not catching here and here. And we go talk to the lady and she's like, okay, well, you know what? We'll do some work on it. We'll give you a call in a couple of days. And they did. And I went there and I, I gave it my little test ride, the same thing. And I was like, I was by myself this time. And I decided that it was wor- that it worked well. And then so I went back and I purchased the bike and they were like, great. And then I got myself a little uh, bike lock and I left and I had to cross kind of like a little, not a major highway, but a highway. And there was like a, it was red, but it had been red for a while on the other side. And so I had just a little bit of time to get across the street. So I hopped so on my bike. Instead of waiting, he gunned it. I tried to gun it and it immediately just skipped. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the gear started clicking and I was stranded in the middle of a two lane highway. And I'm like, oh shit. And then it finally caught up and then I, I rode it back to uh, my mom's house. But 
luckily, I, I think I had been changing the gears sort of as I was riding. And so I, I hadn't really let the gears kick in uh, because subsequently no, no gear skipping and everything has been groovy and I've, I've really enjoyed it. And there's a bike here. My mom has a bike here. And so Ashley and I have been going on some bike rides and it has been wonderful hasn't it ash it's been absolutely lovely we have gone once we went at dusk which was fantastic once we went at dusk and then the second time we went just straight up at night and then we went straight up at night and yes it's lovely there's no one out it's like it reminds me of when i would bike in college in raleigh north carolina we would bike downtown we would get like six or seven friends we'd go biking and the downtown area would be completely empty because this was before people um i mean now it's like very hip to live downtown raleigh you know but before then it's kind of like downtown la you know we're like it's just empty at night and we would we would ride around there and that's what this reminds me of well i feel like there are people out but not as you know it's just not as many you know i i it ain't Brooklyn, dog. It ain't. And anytime we take a ride and, and cruise around on city bikes in Brooklyn, like the entire ride panic, panic, is, panic, yeah, is panic. spent car, 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 watch yeah. out, car, watch out, car. Yeah. You know, and it's just a lot. You know, you're like, oh, fuck it. Am I going to get a hit? Who cares? Like, it's a lot of just gun it. I got doored really bad in New York when I first moved here for like in my first year. I used to ride my bike from Brooklyn and Greenpoint. I'd ride it over the Williamsburg Bridge. I would ride it off the Williamsburg Bridge and then I would merge with traffic on Delancey going I, going full speed, which is insane now that I look back on it. And um, I would ride it across the bottom of Manhattan to try back on the west side and my job had a shower and that I would go and I would take a shower and then I'd go to work um, and I got doored one time after work and I would ride that bike also up to Washington Heights when I did the radio show there I got doored I flipped over this person's door I cracked my helmet and so now I am like super duper helmet crazy in this house you are and I make Nick wear his helmet all the time we didn't wear it the first time but we did wear it last night when yeah. we did it at night. And I don't mind. I, bu I bought it like a jet black, cool ass helmet. My helmet looks cool. But I feel like I'm skittish about getting hit. You and did that's why it's nice being here because I'm not as skittish. You used to bike around a lot. And I think that um, when I first met you, you were definitely coming off of your I'm a biker person. Yeah, I think I, I, think I was identifying it yeah. for sure. I mean, and I was in my 20s. I'll tell you, that definitely um, explains your, your odor. At that point, how dare in her you? Life. How um, dare you? You did smell like a person who biked all over New York City to get I was to wearing where a lot went. of natural deodorant and, and took a lot of showers, air quotes, at work. Use, having the having the, sh the 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 sous chef hose you down in the back or the whatever. The sous chef. This isn't at Kashkaval. This is at Seven Stories Press. We had a shower in our bathroom that was being used as storage. Hey and guys, I said, this shower is great because you can flush it. I said, Ashley, I said, that's a turlet. I said, can I take the stuff out of the shower and clean it and make it into a real shower? And they said, yeah. And then I used it as a real shower. Well, I never heard that story. I didn't know you. See, you're basically fixer-upper. You're basically one of these hometown places. You're fixing up showers. I took some boxes out of a shower, yeah, and I wiped it down. <laughs> yep. How dirty was that shower? It was pretty dirty. I found one dead cockroach. Oh, that's all. That's yep. not too bad. And it was full of books. It was like The cockroach? No, the, the shower oh. being storage. Well, books. But yeah, we've been doing a lot of bike rides. I went on a rollerblading trip. You did. That was fun. Much harder. 
than the bike. It's funny. Um, Ash was like, I'm going out. I'm rollerblading. And I'm like, okay. She brought her rollerblades, her roller skates, a second pair of rollerblades. Like the amount of rollerblades and roller skates that are in this home is crazy at this point. It's two pair. It's rollerblades and roller Who skates. Who needs rollerblades and roller skates? Well, rollerblades I use out on the street when I want to get some movement going on. And then roller skates I use downstairs when I'm doing my dances. <laughs> So she had her roller, was it rollerblading? Is that yeah. what you did outside? Uh-huh. So you were rollerblading, and she's like, I'm going out, I'm rollerblading. Don't bother me. I'm getting my exercise. And I go, okay, Ash, that's fine. I looked at the clock. It was 2.15 p.m. I go, you know what? That's great. I'm going to relax a little bit. I've had a lot of people all over me at points. I'm going to take a little nap. I'm going to relax, take a shower. I'm going to pamper myself. And, uh, you know, I go to, to lay down. All of a sudden, I hear a knock at the door. I'm like, huh? And you're like, hey, what's up? I'm back. And I'm like, it's 225. You're like, yeah, that was a great rollerblading session. First off, that were is not true. 10 minutes. I was out for at least half an hour. 20. At least half an hour. Probably 40. You're like, how long minutes. has I been out? How long have I been out there? And I'm like, you, you've been, I, I don't know. I, I Did you go yet? You're like, yes. She was drenched in sweat, folks. It felt like an hour. It was probably 30 minutes. Um, the woman can't walk her buttocks is so sore from this this was a week ago yeah it was hard i mean what were you doing out there a lot of butt movements i mean it's the rollerblades do involve a lot of the glutes and um it was a lot of uneven pavement going from sidewalks going i had to go on the boardwalk for a little bit so that i could cross over to the other town so it was a lot of like (laughs) squeezing my butt basically to stay up anybody laughing at you no, but my arms were flailing. You know when like you see a woman with her arms over her head like, oh my God. <laughs> I looked like one of those things in the um, car lot, you know, for sale. The cars oh, yeah. for sale. Those uh, inflatable guys with yeah. their arms over their head. That was me on rollerblades. I almost fell like four times, but I did have on knee pads, wrist guards, and a helmet. <laughs> I could not have been more suited up. No elbow pads. No elbow pads. Now what happens if you fall on your elbows? I guess I'll just aim for my wrists. Aim for those wrists. Don't do that because you have a bad wrist. Even that's not going to stop you from I do have a re- bad wrist. injuring your wrist. Those guards, you know. I think it will. Well, you're no, right. No, it's I just for scrapes. It. That's for scrapes. No, it helps with shock absorb- absorption too. <laughs> shock absorption too. What do you just started a podcast with me so you can make fun of me? Was <laughs> yeah, that the only kinda. point? You know what? Let's take a break here. When we come Wait. back. We have something else to talk about. Okay, go ahead. We got tested for COVID-19. Oh, that's right. Last week, we decided as a house, as a family, we'd all get tested for COVID-19. We're living with someone who has a very low immune system at the moment. And so we thought, hey, this is the best thing to do, correct? Correct. And so Nick, he calls around. He's uh, looking for places for us to go. Well, first, the whole thing was like, hey, the Rite Aid up the street which is, you know, like a Walgreens, if you if you have it, or a Dwayne Reed, depending on where you're at. CVS. It's a pharmacy, right? Chain pharmacy. It was like, yeah, they're doing free COVID tests up the street. It's like, great. Yeah, you just show up. You schedule your appointment uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you go over there. It's like they, first of all, you have to do it yourself. You drive through, they hand you like a long ass Q-tip and they're like, shove it up there till you can't anymore and now give it back to us. You got to do it in a parking lot. It's like, Come ugh. On. But then We're I looked do that it up. with a grandma? I looked it up on New Jersey, in, on the New Jersey COVID website and, and there was uh, clinics that are doing it. And they're nah, It's free, but you go indoors and a doctor does it. Yeah. And so I was like, I choose that. Yeah, especially because we were like, we're going to have to do that to your grandmother, and nobody wants to do that. Yeah, I don't want to be putting things up my grandmother's nose. I'm sorry. I like the woman. Yeah, exactly. And I don't want to put anything up my own nose. 
you're right. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I was thrown by that. Um, uh, so yeah, so we uh, I scheduled this thing. We got we got the troops over there. Uh, we showed up, and uh, it was immediately stressful. Let's be honest. The waiting room itself very difficult. Nick is like Ashley. Go in there. Make sure we can come in. Do we have to wait in the car? I've What's never been, going I've never been on? A doctor since this. Turns out everything's normal. You just wear a mask. Yeah, the guy. None of us had any any of the right things. You know, I did. Which What's weird is the guy who doesn't go to the doctor and the guy who does not have responsibility for oneself had a, a license that was valid and insurance that they could take. I mean, they just wanted to see it. They weren't charging us, but I, I guess they have to see it because we went to a clinic. And so, like, they were like, yeah, uh, you know, uh, license and uh, your insurance card. And I was like, oh, look at that. Here we go. Filled out my stuff. My grandma didn't have a license because my mom made her throw it out or something. She's I, got I'm, no ID. I'm still trying to figure out what that story was about. I'll have to investigate after this podcast is over. Ashley is like in between insurance. She's waiting yeah, for the goddamn state the of New York yet. City <laughs> to get give her a card. Which I don't think is going to happen. Yeah, don't hold your breath, <laughs> Ashley Brooke Roberts. So uh, I'm like, okay, I got two uh, dingleberries hanging out with me. I'm the only one who knows what's going on. Hey. And so, but they just gave them forms filled it out everything was fine waited only about 20 minutes they called my grandma in she went and sat down they called me and ashley and at the same time they were like y'all want to sit in the same room i'm like hey this rules so i'm like yeah so we sat in the same room and then the nurse came by she was a wonderful lady yeah i like when the nurse is like um friendly and jokey yeah she was joking she laughed at me i said something she laughed at me and then i was like i like her yeah you were making fun of me and my hair yeah my hats i wear something it was something and yeah. then I started making fun of my weight. And then we had this whole thing about uh, your weight. Is your weight BC or AC? Right. Before COVID, after COVID. Right. Yeah. Right, right. I stole that joke and she loved it. So uh, we do there. And then she's like, okay, here's the little swab. It's kind of like a long stick, long little rod. Yeah. And then uh, she, um, she's like, okay, uh, put the mask over your mouth just in case you cough. Oh, I go, oh, that, okay. So then she goes up my one nostril. She goes further than you'd ever think something would go up up your nose. But it wasn't bad. You know, it was just like, whoop. I was like, oh. And then she went in the other one, whoop, up. My eyes started to water a little bit. And I'm like, wow, that was kind of rough, I guess. But hey, I'm okay. I didn't cough. And I feel good that I'm doing something. Then they go over to Ashley. And the lady's like, okay, here we go. And she takes it and she goes to put it up the right nostril. And she's like, what the fuck? It's not going up here. And then she starts banging it around. And I actually heard some noises like bang, 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 bang. It was like hitting off sides of things. And then Ashley's She's like moving my nose around. Ashley's like gripping the side of the table like like blood's coming out of her ears. And then she's like, oh, you got a deviated septum, don't you? And then Ashley looks at me and goes, told you. I told you I did. You know, because she's been saying that for years. And um, I, I didn't believe her because it's a classic. I want to get a nose job. So I'm going to tell people I have a deviated septum. And I figure that's what Ashley ass was doing but and then the lady goes up the other nostril she's like i can't get in there i mean this lady was moving my nose around trying to get in there finally she gets in there it's so painful okay everybody else when we talked about it afterwards was like no it wasn't bad meanwhile i'm like i'll never forget that pain okay of her moving that thing around up in in my nose and then Everybody's gotten their results but me. Yeah, me and my grandmother are COVID-19 free as of that test. Could have got it between then and now. But still, as of that test, we were COVID-19 free. Ashley, pending. 
pending. pending. I am pending. She even called the place up, and the guy was like, hey, listen, ain't our fault, ain't your fault, dude. Okay? Looked at. I just went I on the like, website. It says pending, lady. All right? We got a lot of tests to process. Leave us alone. And I was like, I never thought it was gonna my fault. I never thought it was my fault. <laughs> it ain't your fault. Don't worry. <laughs> he really did say that. He's like, it's not our fault. It's not your fault. Don't worry about it. It's this dang computer. Okay? So now I'm just trying to do whatever I can to avoid ever getting a COVID-19 test again. Yeah, but you're gonna have to. What? Sorry. Probably gonna have to get tested a few more times. Uh, take my blood. Take, take my, my tears. Take just my don't blood, go up please. my nose. Don't do it. Folks, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about a show that we watched an episode of called Selling, Selling Sunset. Sunset. It's a show that I guess has been on Netflix and I heard about it the other day and I'm like, this seems interesting. Plus, we were talking about all that other stuff, the real estate stuff. This is kind of a glossy version of that on Netflix and it's uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. Plus, we watched the third episode of Labor of Love. We're going to let you guys know what we thought of that. Also, if you have an idea of where Nick and I should move, let us know. We're open to suggestions. Realityblowspodcast.com. You can find our social media there go ahead and hit us up with a dm we'll talk to you about it uh but stick around we got a lot more show ahead bye i mean see you in a second stop (laughs) telling them bye you're confusing them folks we are back ashley we just got an update did we not we did they got divorced okay the flipper flop people are in fact divorced flipper flop did get divorced and and ashley kind of was really uh, intuitive there she picked up on it as we watched one episode of this show she goes do these people even like each other they separated 2016 after seven years of marriage still they've continued working together on flipper flop so maybe they weren't even uh married at that point huh? that explains why they seem to have no uh didn't seem to like each other nah yeah not like ben and aaron not like ben and aaron full of love full of life now ashley we've watched um some other shows uh, yeah we've been watching a lot of tv uh we watch and you know it's easier to watch tv when you're sitting in uh, jersey with the cable you know you just pop something on you know what i mean and yep. and uh so we popped a few things on uh the the first thing i think we should talk about is this show called selling sunset let's talk about it how'd you find out about it so as you guys know i teach a comedy class for children I have the teenagers are in my class. Ashley has the youngins. I have the teens. And uh, one of my students, um, and she's great. She's hilarious. And she does watch a lot of trashy reality, which um, she actually recommended something else that we talked about on here, Mm. which was that show, that British show, where they gamble on what their kid is going to do with a hidden camera. She, She watched that. And she told me about it, and I was like, I'm watching that. And just uh, this Saturday, she was talking about how she felt really guilty about it, but she's crushing all of the episodes of Selling Sunset. And um, she basically, uh, she explained the show by saying it's like these super hot modely ladies uh, working for some sort of real real realty place. Um, and what would you what, what what do you call that? Like a what's, firm. A firm, yeah. the Oppenheimer firm, yeah, or whatever that's what it's they were called. called, or group. So it's just basically a bunch just of really company. hot ladies who are living in in Hollywood, and they uh, basically well, not Hollywood. They're living in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, okay. I don't know the difference, and uh, they basically she kind of explained it like they kind of 
trick weirdo dudes into going on dates with them yeah and then sell them like four million dollar houses which sounds so fun to watch yeah and is not what we saw it's not exactly it but i know what she means by that okay so basically the they are super hot ladies yeah they are like traditionally attractive they look like they all look like they could have been models they all look like they could have been on reality tv shows yes you know like a vanderpump rules style show which this very much is yeah and i'm sure that they all had a uh, early career in acting yes if i had to guess in fact one of them 100 percent did yeah who we follow around in the first episode. But I see what she means by that because it's like these kind of slimeball dudes, at least in this first episode. Yeah, there was one guy who was kind of toying with this woman who was trying to sell him a house, but he just wants to go on a date with her. Yeah, he was like, "Um, your husband's in Miami, but I'm in L.A. Yeah, so let's do this. I'll be your L.A. guy. Yeah. She's like, no, I am from somewhere else. Bad, bad accent. But she was. She was. She's a, um, what is she? She uh, had an an Israeli accent. She's Israeli. Um, wonderful accent. This guy was Israeli too. Didn't have an accent. He was more of just like a slime ball, a playboy. Yeah, a bachelor. So basically, it's just like this uh, group of people run by two twins. Are they twins? Yes. Those brothers. Yep. Two bald men yeah. who seem like they're very wealthy, and they have a, a cavalcade of hot women. Who always in heels. Always in heels, and a couple of them are kind of catty. Ooh. And basically, this first episode, they're introducing a new woman who is yeah. going to try and sell some of these houses. And the competitiveness between the women who are already working for the Oppenheimer agency or whatever, when this new woman comes in. And that's kind of You our, can feel it. That's our foothold. That's our uh, foot in the door to this, to this uh, show. And to be honest, 33 minutes an episode ain't bad for me. I like that. Yeah. And I felt every minute of it. That's the other thing, though. Didn't feel like the shortest thing in the world, which usually to me means I didn't love it as much as I didn't hook me. But I kind of liked it and I would watch more episodes because it had what you kind of want in one of these, um, you know, Property Brothers style shows. But. It also had the interpersonal relationship stuff that you get in a Vanderpump Rules or Real Housewives franchise. So I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. I'm, I'm definitely going to need to watch a couple more episodes to have the storylines hook me. I, at the moment, cannot tell any of the blonde women apart. Can't do it. Well, the mean one. The mean one. Yeah. Christina, maybe, is her name. Something. Who knows? I know that she's the mean one because she's got some bad roots early in this first episode. She also seems to be the tallest one. She's tall and she's Mm -hmm. got about one inch or an inch and a half of dark roots with platinum blonde hair. Now, is that not cool? No, it's an odd choice. It's confusing to me why, why she didn't get her roots done before this show started filming. And I'm not being catty. I'm just saying that she presents herself as being like, I'm high end, I'm fashion, I'm luxury. You have to be high end, you have to be high fashion, you have to be high luxury to sell houses at this price. You have to show people that you are worthy to be in the game when it comes to these high price real estate items. She's got designer bags, she's got designer clothes, she's got red bottom shoes. 
And she's got an inch and a half of some fucking roots. And now she's being like a little cold and standoffish to the new woman at the company who was on some sort of a soap opera. Young and the Restless. And she is married to a, one of the stars of This Is Us. Who's Not on, anymore. They divorced already? Yes, and we get to see it on the show. Whoa. Wild. Because they were only married for a year, and they seemed pretty happy in the picture that they showed. <laughs> yeah. But there is two seasons of this show to watch. Yeah. I mean, Maybe we're, we're going to see the divorce on the next season, second season, or third season. I did a quick Google search just to see what her, her deal was. A couple of highlights of this show were the fact that they showed a place that was $40 million that they were it was being built at the time. Yeah. And it was, it looked like a high school. Like it was, it was insane. insane. No one should have a house that's $40 million. $40 million. And the commission on that is like $2 million, which is insane that somebody's going to make $2 million off of one house. Honestly, the U.S. economy shocks me that people have $40 million to spend on a house. I'm living in the dark. It's the most expensive house in the hills uh, that was ever built. That's what we learned. So, I mean, that's that's pretty wild. Really, the standout moment for this was when the new gal was having lunch with her sister. The standout moment for me of this whole show. The new gal's having lunch with her sister, and the waitress comes over, and um, the, the new gal looks at her sister, and she goes, you want the little gym lettuces? And her sister's like, yeah. And she's like, we'll take the little gym lettuces. Which then Nick was like, they're saying little John. It's a little John appetizer. Yeah, I'm Nick like, thought it was. are those little John lettuces? And Ashley's like, they're little jam lettuces. So then Ashley looked them up. What the hell is a little jam lettuce? It's just like a lettuce. So were they just eating little lettuce, lettuces? I think, just like, I think they just ordered a salad. <laughs> <laughs> We were we ran that back three or four times. Yeah. We were like, what's in that bowl? That's a classic moment. So, Nick, it sounds to me like you're interested in pursuing this show. Uh, you know, I'd be lying if I said that it, it, there wasn't a lot of we need to stick to shows so we have things to talk about on this podcast. Yeah. So, and it's like, I kind of like, like, I traditionally like this, this is style genre, television. For sure. But I know for a fact that there's a show out there that has a full season that's running the reunions right now that I'm completely invested in the characters and the storylines that I haven't watched one friggin' episode You're of. You're talking about Vanderpump? I haven't watched one episode of Vanderpump and the commercials that I had have to watch if I watch them on On Demand or on the Roku app is just too much for me. I, if I had a DVR at my disposal when it started, I'd be watching this show. Mm. The fact that there's no commercials on this show because it's on Netflix and it's not an hour-long show makes me feel like I can kind of just absorb this and have it under my belt and feel good and accomplished. But I don't know. I mean, how are you feeling? I looked at you and I was like, I want to watch it. And, you, and, and I was like, you like the show? And you're like, never. No, you said you liked it. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. Why are you changing your tune? I, I must have been staring at my phone and said, yep, I'll watch no, it. No, you liked it. You were like, yeah, I do like this. Well, we're going to keep watching it. Nah. What? I, I don't like it. First off, the lady, the mean lady, right? We need to talk about how she kept saying that she had great style and great fashion. Did you find her outfits or her style to be like 
quote unquote great. Not particularly. I thought she looked, yeah, I, I wasn't into her style. I think even the designer handbag that they chose to show off while she was talking about her incredible style, I found to be look cheap in my opinion. Okay. But that's just my taste. So ju you're just basing it off of this woman's roots no, and her style? We I, get it, you hate her. I, it sounds very superficial. I, I guess I just am not, I'm not pulled in by this show, okay? First off, $40 million houses, like... Cool. I, it's cool, but I'd rather watch Hometown. Me too. Also, I'm not interested in, like, personal dynamics that are like, I'm hot and you're hot, but this girl who's new is also hot, but I feel threatened by her. Let's be mean to her. That's not something I'm interested in. I'd rather, I'd rather watch Labor of Love. I can only commit to so many shows. Well, we do watch Labor of Love. Yeah, and I'm saying uh, that's it. We're watching Big Brother. We're watching we The Challenge. We are watching Big Brother. We're watching Big Brother Season 10. We've talked about this. I'm obsessed with Big Brother Season 10. I'm now obsessed with it as well. It took me a while to take, but now I'm like, wow, this is it's like, amazing. this seems like a scripted show. That's how funny the and insane the characters are. I'll go out on a limb right now and say that the greatest television, the greatest episode of reality television ever is Big Brother Season 10, Episode 10, Keisha's birthday dude all right i was like what are you talking about yo I, you're right it is the best episode of reality television oh of all God, time it's so good i mean they have such a weird insane fight and then proceed to sing happy birthday while to she's Keisha. crying and it's like guys there are characters on this show that are incredible, and I wonder if there must be an all-star seasons and stuff. You're wondering they, if people got brought back? If they got brought back, because I'm doing my darndest. I'm not looking at, not Googling Big Brother Season 10 at all, because I don't want to know the winner. Right. I really don't want to know the winner. It was un It's unfortunate that we watched two past seasons of Survivor, and because we were watching Winners at War at the same time, I knew who won a couple of those episodes. But Survivor is such a compelling television show. It don't matter. It doesn't matter as much. If I knew who was winning Big Brother, it would really cheapen it for me. It'd make me not invested in it. Um, and so I don't really want to know, but I also need to know whether or not a couple of these characters are still alive. Right, because we're watching 75-year-old people, and we're like... We're watching a man named Jerry, the colonel, uh, who... He's either 70 he's or 75. 75 or something, and this is 2008 when this came out. I got to know whether or not the colonel... The colonel is 75-year-old Marine, and he is fit fits like a glove in this catty ass reality bullshit everyone is incredible he's so good there's a woman who's in her mid 50s i believe her name is rennie and she's like she's from new orleans and she is just uh, a hoot that rennie you know and why i don't like selling sunset why it has no diversity that's why I don't like it, and that's why I'm not interested in watching it. I was talking about Big Brother right now, and I'm realizing like the diversity on that show of age and ethnicity and background and education, and it's like that's interesting to me. It Selling is interesting. Sunset is like not it's one note, y'all. I mean, I think we either talked about it on the podcast or I just talked about it to you, but there was a time, and and uh, unfortunately, I have not watched any Survivor in, in like a month, which I'm like losing my mind yeah, over. Yeah, I'm gonna wait for Big Brother to be over here. Now I'm going to go back to a Survivor, whether you like it or not. I'm jumping into a classic Babe, I season. like it. So I love it. Here's I what, want some more of it. Here's what we were talking about. Either we mentioned it on here or just to ourselves. Why, for a, a hot second, 
we were questioning whether or not Survivor was better than the challenge, and we were trying to figure out why. And there was a couple of reasons, but another one was the diversity. Yeah. The fact that there's a lot of the big age difference yeah. in these people. Economic is interesting background. Seeing them sort of coexist on the challenge. Everybody's around the same age, and they're all hot, you know, and uh, it's different, you know. But you also totally. kind of want to see them hook up on the challenge. And if, you know, there's a couple characters who are hooking up on Big Brother, but it's not the main storyline. And if the rest of them hooked up, it'd be mad weird, yo. Yeah, it'd be really <laughs> you know? weird. And you don't want to see that. You're not really watching it for that. You're watching it for, you know, backstabbing and strategy. And, yeah. and really watching these people go stir crazy in a home where they're just eating slop. And, yeah. and <laughs> it's just like really everything that people like would warn you about television in, like, the 80s. Like, here's where we're going. Eventually, you're just going to be a show with a bunch of people in the house eating slop. And you're like, yeah, it's Big Brother. You know what I mean? And so all I got to say is if you guys never watched Big Brother before, I would say crack into it. And if you're going to crack into it, crack into season 10, the U.S. Big Brother. I'm telling you, (sighs) Keisha's birthday episode, I hope it got an Emmy this year, that year, (laughs) and this year. I hope it gets an Emmy every year. Give it to him this year. It was a perfect episode. I mean, and uh, God, it's it's been so good. These characters on this show are so dang good i'm so into it it's it's crazy and uh, i'm very happy to have expanded because you know the one thing now we're missing from cbs is the amazing race we're gonna have Mm. to find out the best season of the amazing race and probably try one of those on as well i'd like to watch the season that natalie and her sister were on absolutely i'd be into that should we move on to our other show that we're currently watching labor of love yeah let's talk about labor of love we just watched the third episode of labor of love and ash i think straight off the bat i gotta ask you yeah are you are you still digging labor of love i am and i'm liking it more me too i'm liking it more i'm glad we stuck with it i mean the guys are like goobers real goobers but there are some of them that i am genuinely rooting for i actually like you know like stewart for example stewart i think won us both over the past past couple couple of of episodes episodes. yeah we're pulling for stewart is is a good stewart episode and honestly i know you guys if you've been following along with my feelings on labor of love you know that i'm a matt fan i like matt a little less in this episode but he didn't get a great edit he kind of looked like a pushy guy in this episode didn't get any solo time with uh, what her whatever her name is, <laughs> honestly, the woman on the show is the weakest part of the show. Okay, here you go. I disagree, and I was feeling that. I was feeling that because What's her name? Christ- Christy, Christine, <laughs> I think you keep calling everybody Christine. What the hell is her name? <laughs> now you have me questioning myself. Okay, we just took a break. Ashley called her grandma, and we found out. No, we Googled, and it is Christy. It is not Christine. It's Christy. Because then that guy um, who's the writer from South Africa called her something else. Cindy. Cindy or whatever, yeah. Okay, this is what I like about Christy. So at first I was like, wow, this woman's not bringing any freaking personality to the show, right? We're just watching these goober-ass guys who are all probably virgins interacting with (laughs) each other. And then I realized... That what Christy is bringing to this show is a freaking foundation. She is sticking to what she wants. She does not seem to be reality TV hungry. She seems to genuinely be interested in this idea of finding herself someone to start a family with, someone to have kids with. And I think that that is reflected in, and this is why I only realized it this week, I think it is reflected in the fact that she always sends home the guys who should be sent home. 
Interesting. She's not keeping around the bad boys because it's fun and she's there to play games. Yeah. She's really, I mean, out of the spoiler alert, she sent home three guys this week. Usually she sends one back to the house. Um, but out of the three guys she sent home, one of them, spoiler alert, Angelo, okay, called her a four. Yeah. Which was like, I hang out with 10s and 12s, well, do you? Well, on his exit interview. On his I mean, exit he interview. was trying to save a little bit of face, and honestly, he did not have a graceful exit, uh, to say the least. He, he was leaves. like, yeah, she, I couldn't bring her home to my family. Uh, she's a four. I hang out with sixes and 10s. He says 10s and 12s. 10s and 12s. So, he's, so first off, that guy... He should go home. Showed his true colors. Also, he was like, when they had their first solo time together in this episode, he was like, hey, listen, if uh, I don't like you, I'll leave myself. And it's like, uh, okay, nice. Nice going, Angelo. He's also the guy who ratted on all the guys in that first episode. Yeah, he's also the guy whose dad is always wearing like pastel polyester suits. I actually really like Angelo's dad. I think Angelo's dad should be on the show. Really? That would be a fun twist. They are missing like a guy who's 80. Yeah, throw on an older guy I guess you have to be a father- uh, so I guess that doesn't really work. But, what do you mean? Well, sperm wise, yeah. And, two, but, and they had like a six-year-old guy in there. Yeah, sixty. But then that's maybe, maybe she's like you would be able to play with our yes. kid when he's ten. You know what I mean? That's true. And then another thing is that the second guy she sent home peed on her house on the exit. This was the drunk uh, guy from Charlotte. Who, Trent. And no, you keep calling him Trent. Trent's What's still his in the house. Name Walker. James. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Walker, I think, was the name of the guy, the other guy who was the guy who she went on the date with. Yeah. Who she sent home. I saw a, a tweet because I've been paying attention to Labor of Love, um, just fandom, because it's non existent. And that's very interesting. Well, you interesting said that somebody's to me. actually doing a full on podcast. Someone's about doing this. a full on podcast. Um, and, but I just saw a tweet that was like, who is Walker? Did they just bring on a new guy <laughs> for this I, episode? I wasn't going to say anything. I was like, never seen this guy before. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah. This guy, Walker, they have like a really nice date and they go to, where do they go? They went to Tybee, Tybee Island, which, you know, I used to spend a lot of my time on Tybee when I lived in Savannah because that's Savannah's beach. That's where right. you go if you live in Savannah. You go so to they Tybee went to Island. this nice, like, oh, like an overnight date and... Uh, they were on a they were on a lighthouse, and it turns out this guy runs like a funeral home. Yeah, and so in the end, even though he was like a jet setter who was also well, an entrepreneur setter, who yeah. also has a family business of a funeral home, and she the jet setter thing threw her off. Yeah, she's she, like, "You're gonna be a dad and travel." Yeah, all but the at time? the end, when she threw him off, she was like, "And honestly, I really don't think I can bring my kids up in a funeral parlor." Yeah, and I was like. Mm, haven't you ever seen my girl it's pretty awesome yeah. except for all the creepy death stuff yeah why don't you watch six feet under yeah. okay they're cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah all that depression happening yeah over there. so yeah she she drops this guy walker then the guy i believe his name is james who is the guy who just keeps getting drunk he keeps getting trashed yeah and in this episode, steals her away for a date downstairs and plays quarters with her and then tries to get a kiss out of her. She does not seem comfortable with it at all. Yeah. And then um, that's He when, really pushes the agenda. Yeah. And uh, uh, it, it's just bad news. And, and so he goes home. 
Walker goes home and Angelo goes home. But do you know what I mean by like she's not adding much personality wise, but she's adding the heart of the show, which is that she's really sticking to her agenda. And I think she's making good choices. And I think that if she wasn't sticking to her agenda and she was making bad choices, it wouldn't be as compelling of a show. Hmm. What do you think about that? I agree. I, I do like that she sent Walker home. He seemed like a handsome guy who had a lot of money, who was a jet setter, and maybe that would have seemed, um, you know, uh, attractive to some basic ass lady who yeah. was, was there for the fame and not for the actual, uh, you know, them being there for a, looking for a father for her unborn child, basically. Like, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm going to agree with you. Okay, good. And that's the show. It seems like we ran out of steam. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to be agreed with. That's You're, it. Yeah, I agree with you. Guys, that's the show. Thank you for listening. Do us a favor. Check out our Patreon if you want two more episodes a month from us where we kind of shoot the shit or we talk about movies. We really don't talk about reality TV at all. Well, you can do that uh, by finding us at patreon.com forward slash reality blows and then sign up for the $5 bonus tier. That's two episodes a month you'll get from us over there. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at Reality Blows Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Reality Blows Pod. You can find me on Instagram at Nick Maritato. You can find Ashley on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. And you can find all of our shit at realityblowspodcast.com. If you want to email us, well, you can do that. Realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. If you have a recommendation of a television show or you just want to tell us that you love us. And also, if you haven't reviewed and rated our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anything, wherever you listen to this podcast, do it. It helps us out immensely, and we thank you for it. For me, I'm going to go and, uh, I don't know, hitchhike down to, to Laurel, Mississippi and hang out with my boy Ben. Jeez. What? Ashley's already playing words with friends. She's addicted. Guys, that's it. We're done. Bye. Bye.